For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Stop into a Pelt Shoes near you. Get 10% off if you mention my name. From a safe distance, you can do that. You can also go to PeltShoes.com since everyone's kind of staying on the down low and staying inside. PeltShoes.com. If you uh, hear my voice, you're near a Pelt Shoes right now, so make sure you check them out. You know what happens if you say my name? What's that? I don't know. I'm asking you. Well, they probably just look at you. Just stare at you. I or... actually had a guy tell me. That, remember the guy called in and he said, I said Galvin. And the lady goes... What are you doing? He goes, I'm saying out. And she goes, you have to whisper it. And he whispered, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. They know. Uh, Uh, Real quick before you do uh, real news, mm -hmm. I want to thank the uh, Eric Waxler and the folks from ABC Action News who did a uh, a second piece, actually, on our hospitality worker of the day. Uh, I went home and we did it through Skype again, and it was great. And it is really designed to get the word out there about uh, how we're trying to help these people out. And they actually talked to Drew, the first girl we did, the bartender from Ebor. Oh, yeah. Uh, they actually had her on, on Skype as well. And, you know, the whole thing is we're just trying to raise a couple bucks here and there for these bartenders and waitresses and waiters who lost their job. Uh, yes, you can still get your information to me. Email me. All I need is your name, a picture, uh, preferably a picture of why you're working uh, and where you work so we can verify that. And uh, then your Venmo. Uh, we're sticking with Venmo instead of Venmo, PayPal, Cash App. Just everybody stay on Venmo. That's just the one that everybody seems to use the most. It makes it easy. And we're trying to raise as much money as we can. Now, I can't I can't say this yet. You know what I normally say? I can't say it, and then I say it? Right. I can't say this yet. Why? But I will tell you that um, there, there finally has been a backer that has come through and said, hey, we'd like to sponsor this by starting it off by giving each bartender a certain amount of money. Cool. And I will retro it back to the one right. that we already featured. So uh, as soon as we get that all legally put together, I will announce that. And, uh, you know, now it's getting, see, now we're getting bigger and better as we go along. I like it. All right. What do we have in news? Uh, so yesterday, unfortunately, the U.S. passed uh, a milestone and now has more confirmed coronavirus cases than any other country in the world. 
There are more than 85,000 confirmed cases in the U.S., and if we had more testing available, that number would probably be even higher. Yeah, that's the problem. I think that we just, uh, it's gonna, we knew it was going to be huge. It's even bigger than we thought because we're now just testing people. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think that I have it, but I have a cough. Um, my wife was couldn't breathe through her nose the other day and was aching. I'm most likely allergies, but we don't know. Oh, no, yeah. Coughing. Oh, Carmen's really coughing over uh, there. I yeah. mean, the CDC said oh, about 90% of the global population is going to be infected with this virus. Yeah, and but it's a matter of, of treating it and getting through it and uh, doing doing your best to not pass it on to somebody else. Right. I wish that they could just do like the flu and just give it to us so we can all let it work, your antibodies build up and learn how to defeat it and then yeah. go back out. I don't know. This is just such a weird, a weird time. The president got crazy yesterday on the news. I don't even know what to say anymore. It's hard yeah, to defend some of his stupid stuff. Really not doing well with this because he's being such a little kid about it, and you know, still calling like I, I don't really care. But why do you have to call it the Chinese virus? Like because it comes from China. Like stop doing that. That's not now's not it's the not time helping. to be bickering about dumb stuff like that. Yeah, you and know? also stop saying, stop saying three different ways of saying things are good. We got good people. We've got great people. Some would call them super people. I don't know. Nobody's calling them super people. We get it. <laughs> uh, the Powerball Lotto game just announced that during the coronavirus pandemic, it's going to be cutting its minim- minimum jackpots what? in half from $40 million to $20 million, and they'll grow slower, too, when no one wins. It's because lottery ticket sales right now are way down. People are yeah. like, hey. I'm not spending money on stuff I don't need to spend it on. You know, I need to sure. save up to buy toilet paper once it's but $80 million dollars roll. Doesn't it seem like your odds of winning? No, would- it doesn't. You know why? Because the numbers don't change, dummy. That's not how it works. Ooh, you don't have to be so mean. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, because I was waiting for somebody. I was waiting for Very a dummy rude. to say that. You're not playing against right? other people. Jesus yeah, Christ. It's the numbers. The numbers are always the same. Didn't uh, you go to college? Uh, no. And I, Were you I, almost I, a doctor? Never been. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, a lot of people would think that. But it's you, the numbers are still the same, so well, it doesn't matter whether a hundred people play or a million people play. Your odds of winning are the same because you're playing with the numbers. And you're I'm still, still not going to win. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Well, I'm not so, playing then. So. Sorry, I lashed out. That's, <laughs> that's tough love. Uh, Appreciate it. Uh, McDonald's has announced that because of the coronavirus oh, pandemic, no. that they need to quote simplify operations. How much more simple can it get uh, at McDonald's? Is a picture of a shake and push the button? I don't think this is an effect too many people, but okay. it might if you needed that six o'clock p.m. McRiddle. <laughs> breakfast all day is out. Oh man! Shut up! Yeah, Shut breakfast all day is out. Oh, Carmen, I'm sorry. Does that affect you? Yeah. 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 Where are you getting, bro? Uh, hash, hash browns. Oh, uh, hash browns. Late, do- late night hash browns. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. What else do you get? Listen, uh, I don't I, like I, it. I don't I, like I, it. I don't know what all is on the uh, breakfast menu, all day breakfast menu, because it's not everything. I don't yeah, believe no, it is. Yeah. No, it's not. It's a couple sandwiches. There's like five sandwiches and, but ha- and hash browns. Not but anymore. Their hash browns are better than their fries. Well, no? they changed it up. So I don't know. You may go up there and show them a boob and see if they'll give you a hash brown I or something. Them. Well, oh, I'm geez. kidding. <laughs> Uh, this is some good news for all of April. Hertz Rental Cars is offering free cars, rental cars, uh-huh. uh, to health workers, healthcare workers in New York City to make their commutes easier. That's awesome. Yeah, so they're trying to help out. Not a lot of people drive, you know, driving, but if they do. But still, anybody that's willing to car, help is nice. Instead of having to use the Uber all the time or a taxi or whatever. So. And if you have your own car, you're infecting less people because, like you said, you don't have to be in an Uber. You don't have to be around other people. True. That, yeah. so. Well, and also right now, I have to imagine, like, because, like, people are supposed to be staying inside traffic isn't as bad mm-hmm. so it, they can probably get to work faster if they're called in and stuff this is one of those stories where you go yeah good 
dummy. Uh, a California social media influencer claims he is in the hospital with coronavirus <laughs> just days after licking a public toilet Ugh. online for a challenge. Please, Lord, please make this be true. Yeah. yeah, the young man known as Lars revealed his diagnosis on Sunday in his since-deleted tweet writing, I tested positive for coronavirus. The announcement comes just days after Lars, who also goes by Gay Sean Mendez right. on Twitter, posted a video of himself rubbing his tongue on a toilet seat in a public restroom with the caption, retweet to spread awareness I, for the coronavirus. I heard he looks like Sean Mendez, but like a gay version. <laughs> well, that's what he goes by on Twitter. Oh. Uh, Joey, I believe you have the picture for that one. Uh, yeah, there he is. Ooh, he uh, looks like a gay Sean Mendez. Yeah. So. <laughs> I really hope that he has coronavirus, and I hope he dies from coronavirus. Yeah. Yep. That's gross. I hope he gets a little AIDS in there. Oh, I can't man. believe he skips leg day. Look at those. Oh, I know. <laughs> Apparently, God, coronavirus really attacks the legs Jesus, first. Jesus, man. Yeah. Every, every once in a while, just some squats. <laughs> yeah, what is going on? Uh, officials at a grocery store in Pennsylvania say they had to toss out over $35,000 worth of food after a woman purposely coughed all over the food as part of a prank. They should kill these people. Right, right in the face. $35,000. Breaking news. Uh, U.S. Uh, Prime, U.K., I'm sorry, U.K. Prime Minister Boris Johnson uh-huh. tests positive for coronavirus. Oh, boy. The one who was on TV yelling the other day, just Go. stay home. Uh-huh. Go home. Yeah, look what you did to me. Yeah. <laughs> Boris Johnson, the U.K. Prime Minister, positive. Oof. Uh, so this lady coughed on uh, food, and they had to get rid of $35,000 worth of food. Garrity's supermarket shared the news on their Facebook page, saying, quote, while there is little doubt this woman was doing it as a very twisted prank, we will not take any chances with the health and well-being of our customers. My uh, turtle will take their tortoise will take their lettuce if yeah. they have some. That's according to uh, co-owner Joe Fasula. Uh, he said, we had no choice but to throw out all the products she came in contact with. He said his staff worked to get the woman out of the store quickly as possible, and police were contacted immediately. They say that this woman is a nuisance. Like, she's always in there causing problems uh, and stuff. Yeah, so the district Patty, attorney's office uh, has it now. Officials say they don't believe the woman was infected, but they have to make every effort to make sure that uh, she gets tested. Oh, God, so. that's so gross. Yeah, that is gross, and good for them to do the right thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, that really sucks, though. $35,000 worth of food. Because so they food. lose out on that, and yeah. then you got to think about the employees and yeah. everything that it affects. I go to Publix every once in a while, and I go, you guys... Uh, you just throwing that stuff away? I'm going to be like, I just want to give it to the tortoise. I feel like if they're just going to throw away the old vegetables. Yeah. Well, I mean, Tiger King, they got meat from Walmart. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going yeah. to the dumpster, though, with my gay boyfriend. <laughs> and then open a pizza place and use that meat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 36-year-old guy in Kansas City was shot and killed on Tuesday during an undercover police sting where he thought he was buying an explosive device. It turns out he wanted to car bomb a hospital during the coronavirus crisis. Uh, his neighbors talked about the FBI searching his house and saw they never said a, saw any signs of him planning an attack or anything. But I guess this guy was crazy and was going to uh, go and do this stuff. And they busted him. Here's uh, here's uh, the neighbors talking about it. It was like one of those shows on TV with black SUVs, and it was federal. You could tell there was two FBI trucks out here, and they were bagging and tagging evidence and logging it in, and loading it on the trucks. They were about three or four hours, and they all all left. You know, hung out with his grandmother that that had the place and and, uh, never did see anything that would indicate that he was some type of domestic terrorist or anything like that. He was very quiet and subdued. 
So they knew that this was going on, set up a sting, and were uh, you know allegedly selling him an explosive device. But it was an undercover operation, and whatever went wrong, they they wound up killing the guy. Wow. Yeah. Well, this is like those movies where you're like, my neighbor was a terrorist. I know we never we had barbecues with this dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a guy in New Hampshire was playing his music very loudly on Monday, and when a neighbor asked him to turn it down, the guy chased the neighbor with a sword. Uh, he was arrested for criminal threatening. We have a picture of the uh, dude up on Bone TV. Always good to have a sword in your house in case anybody comes by. Sword's still a good way to go if you're going to threaten or attack somebody. I know you have the Morning Star and you got guns and stuff. Do you have a sword? Do you have a samurai sword? I or anything? don't have a sword. No. get you a sword. Nah. And a cane. No. Be- oh, oh, yeah. yeah you're right. I do. Right. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Uh, because I always, I always hear stories. Anybody who has a sword... Usually, crazy. Well, no. Usually, <laughs> end up killing themselves or somebody that they love by accident with the sword. Yeah. Okay. Like I remember doing a story where the guy had a samurai sword on the wall, and he leaned his chair back and it and it shook and it fell and it cut and sliced his throat. Mm. Hit well, him that's why you don't leave it shot or sharp. Or oh, out. Well, I have one. You have to sheath it. You yeah. Sheath oh, yeah. Sword. I'm not sheathing yeah. my I mean, sword. That's it, ridiculous. Why? Have I, it's like having a gun when I put any bullets in it. Well, no. it might be signed by Randy Jackson. Listen to me. Listen to me. You have to sheath it because otherwise, how are you going to do the cool move where you kick it exactly. up into the air? And pull it up? Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. if you kick it, then you're just going to chop your ankle off. Oh man! Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. 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 I would like a sword. I, I would like also a like a sword. My birthday's coming up, so is Galvin's. Listen, so. don't think that I haven't looked into samurai swords <laughs> to see and like getting real one. Like I want to forge one. Is that I'm what like... you're doing during this quarantine time? <laughs> yeah. You're just sword shopping. On that Touch a Modern app, they have swords that will come up every once in a while. And I'm calling them swords. What? Swords. Swords. Sword. You keep saying swords. Well, to me, they're swords, but uh, they they're expensive. So their price makes me assume they're real forged. Yeah. You know, ones that you can fight people with and they're gonna last. I have. have True or false? Have I typed into the Google box? Best budget samurai sword. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Uh, yeah. This is yeah. so good. But I found out that you want a forged one. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't want, like, it in pieces. It'll right. break apart, yeah, whatever no. you want. Yeah. Because you don't want to be that guy that goes to swing and it comes out of the hilt. I'm thinking you're spending around $1,000. Gotcha. Uh, not on the best budget samurai sword. You're getting $127.99. Those can't be good. Yeah, but no. those ones are, like, yeah. crappy. I like, I'm talking, like, a real forged one, whatever. Maybe, maybe around $1,000. Yeah. Listen, you come at me with your samurai sword. I'm just going to shoot you from, I'm going to quarantine shoot you from eight Certainly. feet away. A yeah. gun beats a sword. Yeah, yeah, maybe. If I have Chinese stars, you don't know. I go hog wild. You better have Chinese stars dipped in poison because <laughs> that's not stopping me. That's a good how idea. Scared, how scared would you be if you shot at me three times and I went, peep, peep, peep. Oh, uh, <laughs> Game over. Yeah, that would and be amazing. And then like this. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're able to block uh, yeah. it with the sword. You run away at yeah. that point. I put down my gun and I just immediately apologize. Bow to me. Yeah, so <laughs> and sorry. then walk away. I am so sorry. You live to see another day. <laughs> uh, so we had Antonio Brown on the show, and he said he was very excited. He would like to play with Tom Brady. But apparently, your buddy Tiki Barber had uh, Bruce Arians, head coach from the Bucks, on his show. Before you say this, I would just like to point out fake news. You think so? Fake news. I think the I think it's opposite day, and I think this is fake news. Go ahead. This is what Bruce Arians had to say when they talked to him about the possibility of Antonio Brown playing for the Bucks. 
Listen to this. Is there anything else that is going to happen in this in this offseason? Because there's speculation that Antonio Brown wants to come down there and play with you. Now, you know him a little bit, obviously, from the Pittsburgh Steelers days. What's, what's the likelihood that A.B. gets back in Tampa? Because I know he has, or at least Tom has had an affinity for him because of his work ethic. You know, forget all the other antics, but just how he works on the field uh, and in practice. It's, it's, it's one of the, it's, it's top of the line. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> there you go. Happen. There's, there's no room. Yeah. You know, um, you know, probably not enough money, but uh, it's, just, it's just not going to happen. It's not a fit here. Well, there is room, though, because you lost Perriman. I don't right. know. If, he's, if he says, I'm coming in on the veteran minimum, coach, I just want to play with Tom, you still wouldn't find a way to get him in? No. Wow. Is well, it just because you don't trust the what he could do to the culture? Why so steadfast that you would not give it a chance? Yeah, I just, I just, know, I just know him, and... Uh, it's not a fit in our locker room. I don't think you need to say anything else. You're not a fan. Understood. Gotcha. Okay. Hmm. Now, it's not what he said when he was on our show. I asked him flat out. I asked Antonio Brown, does Bruce Arians like you? And he said, yeah, I think he likes me. I think he thinks I'm cool. I make him laugh. And he said he also knows I carry the ball for an average of 16 yards per reception. That's what he knows. And they did lose Perriman. And that would be a, an amazing replacement. If he comes in for league veteran minimum to take over for Perriman, it would be huge. Now, does Bruce Arians have the say? Like, is he the head coach where he says who's on the roster or anything? Well, is there's that a general manager. manager. Is that owner? Yeah, I know. But sometimes it's depending right. on the contract. But also now we throw into the factor of Tom Brady. Right. So if Tom Brady calls Bruce Arians and says, hey, I heard your feelings about this, but I really feel like we I'd benefit working with this guy. I think he was my, my Montana to Rice. And do the guy. owners do the owners weigh in and say, "Listen, we got you, Brady. Right. Brown wants to come here. Brown's coming here, and Brown's coming here on the cheap. Yeah, I mean, they're like, we'll load him up with bonuses. Uh, yeah, I, I, but he, you know, if Arians is really that against it, if he puts his foot down and he says he's not a fit, I don't want him. He's no good for the locker room. That then, then you know, they're not gonna, they're probably not gonna make him do anything. But they may have to sit down a couple conversations with him and say, listen. We think this would be a good idea, yeah. And we think he's a different person now, which we don't know that he was. He was great when he talked to us. He was real sure. humble and he was nice, but we don't know what he's really like. And you, like you said, he goes, "I think Bruce Arians likes me." There's probably a lot of people that think I like them. Yeah, and it's not true. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm one of them. Yeah. So yeah, you, so you never I, know. Uh, I don't know that uh, that that's going to happen, but I wouldn't write it off as as steadfast as he did, you know. And and I'd still like to see something happen. Uh, we do have to replace that. I mean, wouldn't we have that guy, that white kid? I don't remember his name. Miller. We have Miller, and then also, and I think you're going to see the come on of of Cameron Brayton, hopefully OJ Howard. So we do have the tools. It's not like we're we're in a hole. But Perriman was good. Perriman, I think, will be great for the Jets. I think he'll be a uh, uh, you know a great receiver for for the Jets. I got the hiccups. Yeah, Perryman's another guy that Jameis Winston got paid. It's great. He, you know what? You know who got paid? Who got him paid? Perryman got himself paid because. In the in the week that both Evans and Godwin were out, Perriman shined, and that was the that was the week he got himself paid. for sure. Yeah, because also James had nobody else to throw to that day. No, literally so, he was throwing touchdowns to guys we'd never heard of. Yes, yes, Miller was one of those guys that was well, scoring. Well, Scotty Miller went down also. Yeah, so that's that was right, the last that's right. two weeks, yeah. James Winston. There was a guy. One of the touchdowns was Ishmael. Hyman. Oh, Hyman. Yeah. Right, right, right. Is that Jimmy the accountant Winston. for the Bucks? <laughs> Can you, uh, do you think that Cameron Brait would be uh, similar to, I mean, I know he's not a receiver, but would a uh, wide receiver, but would he be uh, the new Edelman for, for Tom Brady? Well, there's rumors that the Bucks would try and get Edelman here. Listen, I don't think they have it. They're going to, I think they're going to. Stop it. They're, it's not, he's not one of those. Uh, 
suckerfish that they get onto the shark, and Edelman is not a suckerfish. Stay where you are, Edelman, and make a name for yourself. I I think they're going to draft a wide receiver in the. They're going to get a, one in the draft. Yeah, because you don't I think, think they're they, just going to concentrate on the offensive line and maybe even a quarterback. I think like third or fourth round they'll get like a wide receiver. Cause yeah, I think Godwin was a third round pick. Oh, that's is, was so he? You, you can get guys good wide receivers late. You know, late in the draft, it's not like you have to go a first round pick. Yeah. And think about it. I mean, you know, you want great wide receivers, but also if you got a guy who's hitting them in the numbers, every guy coming out of college is a wide receiver can catch that ball. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you, you're you're going with a guy who's decent, and then you have a great quarterback. That together makes a great combination. Plus, I think they liked uh, Scotty Miller, how he was playing towards the end of the year. Yeah, he was scoring. You've already got Godwin and, and Evans. I mean, there's only so many, uh, you know, targets to go around. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think they're, you know, they're not in desperate need of another wide receiver. Have you given season tickets another thought? No. Oh, not yet. <laughs> because I have, a, I have something that's been presented to me. Uh-oh. It seems uh, like you're moving. I <laughs> yeah. I would love for you to move, just like you did when your brother moved from Chicago and you moved out of the neighborhood. I now, stayed there for four years. You had moved. everybody get season tickets, and you're like, "Guess what? I'm going to the suite yeah. zip line." Whee! Hi guys. See you later, nerds. Because uh, I was going to see if you wanted to buy my tickets. Who's uh, <laughs> yep. No, I'm, I was. I got an email yesterday about getting suites, and I thought maybe since there's so many of us, maybe we just get a suite. I would throw it down. Oh, no, 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 no. What? Why not? You're not dedicated. You're not on the list. Also, uh, how many of there are you? Well, uh, it's it would be me. It would be each person. It would be like a uh, couple. If if we're so, doing sweet, I know, we need some heavy hitters, right? Because me, yeah. expensive. Dom, uh huh. John Brennan. Okay. Hey. At this point, we'd probably go Pete. Pete will probably come in on a sweet. Swigs uh, and uh, no, Swigs has got sweet access already. Um, Doctor D, Doctor D, maybe. I mean, that's good right there. That's five. Yeah, but that's five of us. Uh, I'd be down with that. It's a lot of money. You're each putting in. You you went from uh, eighteen hundred for the season to twenty some thousand for the season. Yeah. <laughs> for a suite, though, for air conditioning, yeah, yeah, yeah. for wait, waiter no, no, no. service. I get that. I'm yeah. saying like eleven or twelve times what you're paying. <laughs> Now you're going to pay? Maybe we're bringing two more people. <laughs> I'd bring in nine or ten more people. Oh, That's the thing. I don't, want, I don't want ten people and ten different couples in the suite and people's kids running around and all that nonsense. Uh, I want to have an adults only sign. Adults yeah. only, except my kids. Can we also point out the fact that basically all of us already won the bet about how many times <laughs> we'll be sitting in a seat? Can I also point uh, this out? You said you... None. Dom, John Brennan, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's a oh, John makes way more than he lets on. It's sweet John, money. Yeah, he just wants you guys to think he's poor, so he can tell you he doesn't get a raise. I know how much I look at his paycheck every day. <laughs> Carmen, <laughs> every what, day. Car, listen, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. Guys, come. I'm not moving unless the group moves. <laughs> right. Okay. Lies. But Carmen, are you in the group or what? I don't have. No, if we stay in the seats. Yeah, I don't have seat money. You have seat money. I just gave you hundred dollars. I gave you a hundred dollars. Okay, that's a down payment. What? You could make payments. You don't have to pay it all up at yeah, once. Yeah, and you guys think I have like I'm able to use that money just to get season tickets to go watch the Bucks? Will you get on cam for two days? You'll have enough money. <laughs> but Carmen, think about it. It would be a hundred dollars for the year every month. A hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a hundred dollars. Oh my god! You, I've seen you wailing on your Uber Eats and stuff. Maybe <laughs> cut back on that a little bit. First off, I don't Uber Eats. I've only Uber Eats once this whole time mm. during this thing. I've been cooking all my food. I'm, I'm a, Uber Eats and like crazy. I'm a saver. Me too. 
I, I like to save my money. I did think about it a lot yesterday because my brother texted me. He renewed his season tickets. Like originally he was out and he's like, I, he's like they got me back in. He showed me his, his statement. My brother would probably go. <laughs> yeah, my brother would in probably go. No, no. I mean, he can do the suite, but if we stay in the seats, he would in our section. I think he would go. That's gonna be expensive for him because he's got he's got two boys. Well, oh yeah, okay. What? No, I was gonna. I was thinking of the one uh, in the Navy. And I was yeah, like, no, well, no, he's, he's got two going. other boys, yeah. and his daughter's in college, so he really I mean. only would, he'd yeah. have to do three tickets. I'd have to do two tickets as well. Yeah, so, I could not take my son. I'm taking could. my son. Yeah, I mean, this is it, Gio. Get in our section before it fills up. Listen, I love You're the gonna, idea. You are gonna buy those seats, it's, and the well, next yeah. day he's gonna be up in the suite. Whee! Look at my face. <laughs> I'm gonna make you a deal right now. If I buy a suite, if I buy the suite, if I'm going into a suite, and I'm paying for it. You're coming with me. Thank you. Thank you. I look forward to that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hold on. So we had the over-under at six, right? Yeah. So is yeah. he Spanish was the only one that took the over? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, let's clarify that. Is he going to the suite with you if he buys season tickets, or is he going to the suite with yes. you no matter what? If he buys season tickets, and then you sit in our section, I move to a suite, he goes with he's you. coming with me. So I can JoJo sit. just texted me. She's in for the suite. So I'll sit in the suite and look at my empty seat from the, from JoJo the suite. JoJo doesn't have sweet money. Oh, She's got a sure baby at home. She's... The baby Trust has me, sweet money. She's sitting on that uh, child support money. Where's the baby go for eight hours <laughs> on a what? Sunday? Oh, my, my wife will watch it. Oh, all right. Yeah. Leave it out in the... Uh, yeah. JoJo is going to use her child support money to buy tickets. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And she may go right to the suite. I don't know if that's how you're supposed to do that. I, well, I mean, as long as she's still supporting her child. Mm. In the suite. <laughs> Just put the kid in front of the TV. Yeah, it's Say, watch for mommy on the game. <laughs> well, if we're in the suite, you can bring the baby. I don't care about oh. that. You just said no kids. Excuse me. Baby and no kids. Who's paying for but that? But my kids. And she's kind of one of my kids. Okay. And then you're also letting Gio's son come? That's not your child. He's a he's a man. He's 14 years old. 13 yeah. years old. I That's just, not, no. <laughs> I think of all the Monday night football games that I can never stay awake for because I got to get up the next morning. I just watch on TV and fall asleep. It's going to be tough. Listen, it's not tough when you're there and you're drinking and you're having a good time. That's you're smashing true. Budweiser's together because we're excited because Tom Brady just threw a fourth touchdown. Yeah, that's right. We just got excited. I'm just We're going. Letting, I'm just letting you know when I get that text at five thirty in the morning. Hey, dude, I was up late. I'm gonna go Spanish, best of it. I'm yeah. gonna walk out. I'm gonna right. kick the door and walk out. <laughs> it's over. It's fine. Uh, how many uh, hockey games do I go to during the week? That is true. Uh, how many, I'm excited. How many commercial breaks do you fall asleep during? <laughs> That's what they're there for. Downtime. The uh, 2020 NFL Draft will go on as scheduled from April 23rd to April 25th, despite concerns about the coronavirus. Uh, That's according to a memo sent to teams Thursday night. In the memo, Commissioner Roger Goodell said that the draft will, however, need to be conducted in a different way due to public health concerns. Goodell wrote that the league has uh, canceled all of the draft's public events. They will not be bringing prospects and families to the draft in Paradise, Nevada, and the draft itself will be televised in a way that reflects current conditions. Don't they all, aren't they all, this works out perfect. Each player is usually... At the event or at home with their mama. Right. And a bunch of people standing around them. Yeah. yeah. So let's just do that. Put the cameras in their houses. Don't do that, though. Don't have all their people. Well, no, but like immediate family or whoever is in their house, uh, have have the cameras in their house and then do it that way. If I was going to be drafted, I would just have the camera on me by myself on a big sofa with nobody else there. And then once I got drafted, somebody just throw confetti from the side. (laughs) And I just go. I would I would be at the Ferrari dealership with a pen in my hand, waiting, oh. waiting, and they go. And with the third round pick, the New York Giants take 
Mike out there, and I, you see me sign the, <laughs> oh, the Ferrari. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that these guys work their entire lives to get drafted in the NFL. And their big moments, like walk across the stage and yeah. be like a top ten pick or first I, round yeah. pick, and I wouldn't care about that at all. Any of that? I want to just get to work. Yeah, yeah. I want to know that I'm a football player and I got I got things to do. Yeah, I mean signing the contract is uh, probably one of the best things because I mean, you are becoming a millionaire instantly, right? That's what I'm saying. So and there's like, a lot of people that aren't at the draft that they are at home. Yeah. You know what I mean? They do that for college and for the pros. A lot of players the last couple of years have chosen not to go to like the actual draft. Right. And just do it from home. Because that just kind of seems pointless. Uh, this is unbelievable slash totally believable. UFC light heavyweight champion John Bone Jones was arrested again. Police in Albuquerque, New Mexico, responded to reports of gunfire at 1 a.m. yesterday morning. They found John in a Jeep with the engine running in a car uh, and the car in park. Uh, He was obviously intoxicated, so they gave him a field sobriety and breathalyzer test. He failed. Police searched the Jeep and found a black handgun and a half-empty bottle of tequila behind the passenger seat. John was booked on charges of driving while intoxicated, negligent use of a deadly weapon, and possession of an open container. He was released on bond. It's not clear uh, what he shot the gun at, if anything. He may have just been popping some off, you know, in the this air. This is the best. This is the what best. is his problem? Uh, addiction. I yes. mean, addiction also, but um, I just he's don't self-destructive. He... he must have something that he needs therapy for. He yeah. just doesn't care. Like, he thinks <sighs> he's, you know what I mean? But, like, nah, he knows he's pissing away his whole Okay, career. but here, Gio, Mike, I know you guys aren't into it as much as we are, but think about us three talking about last time he got in trouble and how we didn't think he was coming back. Yeah. yeah. Like, we thought it was over for sure. Like, there's no way he's fighting again. At least two invincible. times I thought two there's times, no yeah. way he but ever bounces back. The last one, we were like, oh, well, there's no way. Now, yeah. again, and now what happens? Does no, he, he fight again? No, he's done now. He never they fights ha- again. Well, I'm not saying never, but it's going to be years. It's going to be at least a year. And then how old is he? Is he right. his, you know. I mean, it's a shame because he is quite possibly the best champion that they've ever had, and uh, he just almost got licked in the last one, so the next fight would be a good fight. He really ruined his whole it's career. Crazy. And he hurts the UFC. He hurts the other fighters. Do you remember uh, whatever the UFC was where there was something going on and they had to move the whole UFC because John Jones wanted them to and all the other UFC fighters were like, we already paid all that stuff. Like, we can't afford it. Yeah. Our family's all there. But they were moving heaven and earth for John Jones because he is the face of the franchise. And now this. Well, remember when he was set to fight uh, Cormier and literally got tested for steroids and got in, like a day yeah. before the event. Like the weigh-ins were the next day and they had to cancel the entire event. I got to think Dana White, his head exploded when yeah, he saw this. For sure. It's unbelievable. I mean, and all, the, but you know what? Dana may be privy to some information that we don't know. Like, like usually if somebody has this sort of destructive behavior, it's because they have some sort of problem that they can't get past. And Dana may know about it. So Dana may take a, a thing of, hey, it's horrible, but I, I feel bad. It's funny. I was listening to Burt with uh, Rogan the other day on the podcast, and they were talking about John Jones because Burt was saying, he goes, wouldn't that be great just a show where I have to go out-party people? Like, I show up, and they were <laughs> yeah. saying about John Jones, and Joe Rogan was like, you can't out-party John Jones. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly that was can't. before this oh. happens. Oh, I don't know funny. that a, a pro athlete across all sports has ever 
wasted that level of talent. Like, he could have been the – I mean, he arguably almost still is one of the greatest ever, even with all the screw-ups. But the thing is, is he's not wasting it because they allow him back in and he's allowed yeah. to fight, and that's why he keeps doing it because there now, hasn't been any repercussions I about it. I got you, Carmen. I don't think so. I think he's done this a bunch of times where he hasn't been caught. He's probably drinking and driving and all doing drugs all the time. And it's it, it's something mentally that he can't get over because I mean look you look at you look at an opportunity that you have just pissed away by doing this and somebody sits you down and says we're going to give you another chance you take that chance and you turn your life around if you start doing the same exact thing over and over again there's something that's stopping you well because if you remember last time he left his Corvette on the side of the road with that's cocaine right. in it yeah, and all ran. stuff yeah. and ran yeah and did that yeah. but uh, this is crazy it's, it's, so, I don't think it's I think it's more than it's definitely addiction but there's a reason for yeah. his addiction well right. yeah most addiction there's a reason for that yeah as but well. he, and until he solves that he's going to keep coming Certainly, back uh, I think he winds up getting an apartment with Antonio Brown and they just <laughs> don't, go crazy don't ruin Antonio Brown he's not an addict <laughs> they both open a car wash no but I don't know whether they either of them uh, play in their sport, you know. Ever again, yeah. yeah. Uh, John think, Jones is such a draw. He makes he so many, he pulls in so much money. He That's would why make Dana's me buy it. He would make chances. me pay, buy a pay per view. Yeah. He comes back. They let him back in. You think no. so? Yeah. Because, I don't know. I don't know because I, there's no illegal drugs involved. That's my thing. Because if if it was cocaine or steroids or something like that, then they're like, okay, one too many times. This is alcohol. Which I understand is legal. that, Carmen. The, I'm not even talking about UFC. They they have to be sanctioned. The fights have to be sanctioned. Yeah. Sanctioned, and the uh, you know different states may not sanction it. They may go, this guy has too many problems, and we can't allow him to fight in our state. Right. I understand that, but also. There is enough money in the world for enough people to look the other way and sign that bill. It's absolutely true. That's, I, I agree with you. I think it could go either way. I mean, they yeah. constantly, there's people that you hear, you know, in the NFL where you're like, this guy's there's a no murderer. Way this guy yeah. did this and did all this stuff. And they're like, yeah, but he sacks a lot. So we're picking him up. <laughs> yeah. You know, they will find one state, whether it's, you know, just Rhode Island, a little state that they've never had it in. They're like, you know how much money this would bring yeah. into that's our why, economy? That's why Mike Tyson fought uh, Lennox Lewis in Memphis, Mexico. Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> You know, because uh, Vegas was like, no, yeah. not here. He comes back, guaranteed. All He'll right. fight again, but not for the UFC, I don't think. Uh, yeah. Maybe, but just not right away. I think Bellator or yeah. something Some, like somebody that. Somebody will pick him up. That will look for the money grab Bellator, that he never had. Bellator can give him his, here's your second chance, even though it's his fifth chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, I'm looking at my Facebook memories today. Yeah. There's some milestones today. Oh, really? Yes. On uh, March 27th. In 2012, comedian Tom Simmons fingered an alligator. In oh, yeah, yeah. We had a live what? alligator in the studio. Yeah. Were you here, Carmen? Uh, what year was it? 2012. I just started. Tom Simmons was here. Um, he came to us as a suggestion from Ralphie May, and he uh, was pretty good. He was a funny, funny guy. He's real political. He's very liberal. And a guy had an alligator in here, and Medicine Man was holding the alligator up uh by, you know, just holding it up by its back. And the guy who brought the alligator said the way you tell if an alligator is a man or a woman is it's got a little hole and you have to stick your finger in there. And if you feel something poking back, that's an alligator pee-pee. And if not, it's a lady. And I have video of Tom Simmons fingering the alligator. Uh, also, Galvin, that's not the only thing today. Uh-huh. On March 27th, 2012, Pipple Toddler made a purchase. And bought our bus. Oh, yeah? yeah? We had that bus 
for eight years. Wow. I can't believe it Man. still runs. Yeah. It's years. unbelievable. Really? That's yeah. crazy. Isn't that, that nuts? Long. Yeah. I mean, we put a little money into it to keep it going, but it, yeah, it, it still runs. That's crazy. Uh, speaking of things that happened in the past, on the way in, I was listening and they were doing a replay and it was when Norm McDonald was in here. Uh, did you at any time do like cocaine or methamphetamine or you were <laughs> so fast? I got to tell you something, Norm. I mean, when are we coming in here? I was nervous. I, but you were talking so fast. I said I to him, like, I said, Norm, I said, I do this all the time. I don't get nervous about anybody coming in here. I was nervous about you. But it was funny because you were talking to you. Were, and, then, and you would have to really? break, Oh, yeah. You were like, so. <laughs> you know, I, I have a hard time listening to that stuff. I really don't want to hear it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, uh, I, w- I told Norm that day. I said, I don't get nervous, but I've been nervous. And he goes, why? <laughs> I go, because you're so goddamn weird. And he did a spit take, and he spit right there where Gio was standing. Yeah, he was good. It was he funny. He was great. But oh, yeah, it was one it of was my favorite interviews we've ever done. High energy, Mike Kelta. Yeah. <laughs> I am still filled with energy. Yeah. Slow it down a little. Uh, WrestleMania 36 has been dealt another crushing blow. Oh, my God. Oh, no. it, it's Now it's three days? Roman Reigns, uh, one of the uh, top WWE superstars, is reportedly off the card. Why? He is uh, immune compromised because of his battle oh, with leukemia. Yeah. So he asked to skip the show, and the WWE honored his request. Oh, he got out good, man. Yeah, Reigns was uh, supposed to fight Goldberg for the Universal Championship. Well, that is a real, real reason he went out. There is no word on a replacement yet. Uh, WrestleMania, of course, won't be live, but uh, they are already started taping matches, and they're uh, scheduled to finish up last night. So I uh, was flipping through the channels, and the replay of SmackDown was on. And I go, oh, let me see what this looks like, because I never saw it. With no audience. Right. right. The performance center. Yeah, so I put it on in the performance center, and it is, it's just awful. It's not the wrestling is not awful, but it's, and my wife goes, it's so weird. It looks fake. I looked at her. <laughs> you no. don't know? Yeah. I got a Facebook ad yesterday, and they're still, like, selling all the WrestleMania Tampa merchandise. And it was asking but me to buy stuff. But you see, uh, they're selling it, and it says uh, the, the one that didn't happen. They have that one, but they also have all one? the stuff that was going to be sold at Tampa WrestleMania. Listen, so it's all buy like it now. Buy it now before some kid in India is wearing it. Yeah, it was you know? weird, man. Yeah, but they put, I was going to say that might be a collector's item, but mm. they put so much of that out, but, uh, you know, maybe 100 years from a now. A collector item that, that won't be worth anything, yeah. but it could be a collector's item. Got some sad news. Uh, oh, Scatman Crothers has passed. Nope. Fred Curly Neal of the Harlem Globetrotters passed away. The most famous one, right? Most famous one for sure. He was 77 years old, entertained millions of people, appeared on tons of television shows, including cartoons, all kind of stuff. How many Harlem Globetrotters can you name without looking? Curly Neal. By the way, the best names of any sport ever. Um, oh. Can I help you out? Lem- Lem- uh, the best Lem- name ever. Meadowlark Lemon. Meadowlark. Yeah. Meadowlark Lemon is the best name ever. I can't believe I didn't name my son Joseph Meadowlark Calta. What a great name Meadowlark is. Uh, Meadowlark is one name? Yes. Yeah. Meadowlark. And I got to tell you, I'm probably tapped out after that. Geese Osby. Oh, okay. Meadowlark Lemon, Geese Osby, Curly Neal. Those are the only ones I remember from when I was a kid. Yeah. If you, if you, let me pull, let me pull it up real quick. Uh, famous Harlem Globetrotters. True or false, Carmen? There is a female Harlem Globetrotter now. Probably. Yes. I don't know that there that was. Is there is she still there? Uh, I think so. Uh, did you know that Wilt Chamberlain was a Globetrotter? Yeah, I think I did know that. Fred Neal, Charlie Tex Harrison, 
Hubert Geese Osby, Meadowlock Lemon, Goose Tatum. Those are the ones that I that I kind of remember. Um, boy, they had a lot of microphones on here. I'm trying to see right now. Oh, they were tired numbers. They were tired number thirteen. That was Will Chamberlain. They were tired number twenty. That was Marquise Haynes. Fred Curly Neal retired his number twenty two. Uh, and Goose Tatum as well, and Meadowlark. And so those are the famous ones. Chamberlain, Haynes, Curly, Tex, Geese, Meadowlark, and uh, and Goose were the, were the famous ones. I am looking at a picture of the 2019 Harlem Globetrotters unveil their 2019 rookie class. Mm-hmm. They have two females and a midget. <laughs> oh. Is that midget black or white? Black. Well, then, I mean, They're all black. I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, I'm trying to see whether I just was. I just looked up something I should have never read. What's that? Meadowlark Lemon's name isn't Meadowlark. Oh. Why did you ruin? Don't tell us. Don't ruin it for us. He made it. He made it up. It's just Meadow. Oh, his name is Meadow Lemon the third. Died December twenty seventh, two thousand fifteen. Known still weird to name a guy mm-hmm. Meadow. Do you know that um, Meadowlark Lemon was on Bay News Nine with Rock Riley one time when he when Rock Riley did the talk show. And I called into the talk show, and I was like, yeah, uh, I played for the Globetrotters with Meadowlark Lemon. I'd like to say hi to him. And they're like, what's your name? I'm like, Geese Osby. And they, I mean, who knows what Geese Osby sounds like? I don't. They put me on hold. By the way, probably that. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Meadowlark Lemon got a surprise for you on the hotline. One of your old teammates, Geese Osby's on the phone. Oh, hey, Geese. Hey, Meadowlark, how you doing? And then we went back and forth. And then at that point, I think he saw he was dead. And I think Meadowlark went, wait a second. <laughs> when I think the Harlem Globetrotters, the first thing that comes to my mind is when they showed up to help Scooby-Doo and the gang. Uh-huh. Oh, or yeah. uh, they got stranded on Gilligan's yeah. Island. Yeah, yeah, that too. That's right. <laughs> yep. Uh, another death. Meadow- oh, sorry. Oh, Meadowlark Lemon was also on Alice one time. On her? On her. What? He was in a Burger King commercial. Get off me, you dingy broad. He was on Pinky and the Brain. And in 2006, he was on Boondocks, and in 2009, on the Cleveland Show. Oh, then now he's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, another death. Sixty-nine year old character actor Mark Bloom or Blum died. We have a picture of him. He's one of those that guys. Yeah. He was in Desperately Seeking Susan, Crocodile yeah. Dundee, Roseanne. Uh, Joe has a picture. You've seen him in a bunch of different things. That's not a good that guy though, because he's still that guy. He died being that guy. Well, that's no, that's, that's a, a good, perfect that, that guy. guy. No, no, you want people to know your name. <laughs> no, but it's that. That's what a that guy is. Right, right. But I'm saying you don't want to be that guy. You want to be. You start out as a that guy, and you want to be. Remember, we we had the guy from. Uh, we had that. It was like one of the most famous that guys on the show, the from Scrubs, the doctor, and he was not happy being a that guy. You know what I'm talking Zach about? Braff? No, the no, doctor Perry, the older guy. Yeah, Perry. I think that was his character's name. I don't know. Uh, Scrubs. Remember Scrubs? Yeah. yeah. What was that guy's name? The John C. McGinley. Yeah, John yeah. McGinley. His name was Perry Cox in the... In the yeah, you know. John McGinley. And he was like, you know, I was I was that guy for a long time. You don't want to be that guy. Yeah. You don't, he was you great be, in Scrubs. He was great in everything. Yeah. He's been in every movie. Yeah. You there know who else is that stuff. guy who's not a that guy anymore? Who? Is the dude from Step Brothers. What's his name? The, not Will Ferrell, the other guy. John, John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Yeah. John C. Riley is a that guy because he's been in everything. So but many he's, movies. But he's 
But we know his name, yeah. even though I couldn't remember it. We know his name, though, because he's so good at it. That's what they want to get to. My buddy Kevin does this all the time. He goes, you see John C. Riley trying to be a serious actor? And I go, John C. Riley is a serious yeah. actor. He didn't start doing comedies until he met Will Ferrell so and did true. that stuff. I go, go in his catalog like he's got so many serious roles. And he's laughing all dumb and stuff. It was like Fred Thompson whenever he was... Uh, uh, going to run for president. He goes, I love actors that are going to run for president. I go, you know he's been in the Senate for like, yeah. I don't know how goddamn long. He's been in politics his whole life. He dabbled in acting. Uh-huh. He was a politician. Uh-huh. And he was like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I go, you are really not well informed. <laughs> uh, John C. Riley's first movie was what? Uncredited. Played a thug in a bar. Thug in a bar. And it was a movie? I can't believe we've not seen this scene before. It was a movie? Yeah. Uh, How old? 88. Thug in a bar. I'd like to repeat that you just said thug in a bar because it sounded like you said something else. <laughs> um, Shaft. I don't know. Steven Seagal's Above the Law. Oh, what? nice. Then he was in Casualties of War with Sean Penn and Michael uh-huh. J. Fox. Then he was in Where No Angels, which he was good in. Right, where, Niro, that was com- He was comical. And then his fourth movie was Days of Days Thunder. Of Thunder yeah. Oh, my God. I thought Days of Thunder had already... Uh, he was real good in there too because when he talked about his dad, yeah, that was, you yeah. were like, "Oh, I feel bad for this guy." Uh, What's eating Gilbert Grape? He was in good movie, The River Wild. That movie is phenomenal. I'm trying to look, and Boogie Nights was his first one that was really oh, a little so bit good. weird. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking to see if there's a uh, that movie. I think it's called Seth with him, Jonah Hill, and uh, he's the babysitter. I mean, where's the boyfriend? Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good movie. Have you ever seen that? No. It's um, Jonah Hill's like the crazy kid or whatever. Yeah. 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 And it's is Marissa it, Tomei. Is it yeah. fat Jonah Hill or skinny? Ah, uh, he's like fat. in between. No, it's <laughs> fat Jonah Hill. John fat? C. Riley gets all drunk and stuff, and, and Marissa Tomei likes him and stuff, and he's like, I don't know why you like me. I look like Shrek, and it's kind of weird. And- uh, he was in Gangs of New York, and he was oh, great so at it. Oh, so good yeah. in there. Uh, he Guardians was, of the Galaxy? Yeah. Yeah, that was such a weird... Like you're like, why does he have such a small part? Hand going close. Yeah. Um, Kong. Was oh yeah, that's right. The Hong, Kong the Island King Kong or movie, Kong Skull Island. Yeah. He was great in that. He's Wreck It Ralph. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. That. Good for you, John C. Riley. You are no longer one of those that guys. You weird looking. From Steve. John C. Riley to John Finley. Do you know who John Finley is? I don't believe so. Uh, you do. He is uh, one of the stars of the hit Netflix docuseries, Tiger King. Oh. Uh, he was one of Joe Exotic's husband. Yeah, The yeah. one missing the teeth. Oh, well, guess man. what? Yep. He got himself new chompers. What? Yeah, a picture up on Bone TV. He actually got those back in July of 2019. And he said he's a little mad at Netflix and the filmmakers because they never showed his new teeth. Why just, would they? Look at those. Exactly. I know. My daughter weird. has a game that looks like his teeth. You push the teeth down, <laughs> and then every once in a while you push it, and it, it right bites down. It's like a castle wall. Yeah. Listen, it's hard to watch. Just stare talk. at that guy. Stare at the one on the left. That's methed out Dave Matisse yeah. so much. He looks just like that. <laughs> Did you see that picture of them all, like all the famous people that look like, like them? Yeah. Yeah. yeah by the I way, I can't see that. By the way, uh, look at the picture on the left. That's also regular Rob. Oh. oh. Just do that. Regular Rob. Enjoy that. Uh, So I saw this the other day and I went, oh, what are we doing, guys? Because I really like Whitesnake. I think David Coverdale is a great singer. David Coverdale put out a song called Coronavirus Blues. Exactly. 
I thought it was terrible until I listened to it, and then I was like, oh, okay. Now I, I know it's terrible? No, here it is up on Bone TV. Here is David Coverdale doing Coronavirus Blues. Check this out. Nope, that's John Bon Jovi. <laughs> Different guy. It's the David Coverdale one, White Snake. Are you going to have it, Joe, or what's going on? There you go. That's the one. Here we go. Coronavirus Blues. F*** off. F*** off. <laughs> we don't want you anymore. Ever show your f-ing face no more. He's got a great voice to he talk, like a talking voice. Oh, he's got the best talking voice. He um, he does the announcements <laughs> for, uh, what's that? We talked about it yesterday, that play that was a movie that Tom Cruise is in, the rock and roll. Rock, rock of Ages. Ages. He does the voice of Rock of Ages, and it's so great. So I worked on a rock radio station. That was the first station that I worked for, and I was doing overnights, and I called my show The Big Overnight Show. Whoa. Uh, but you get different artists to do voice, you know, you're listening to this, whatever. The very first one I got, David Coverdale. Really? Yeah. And you're he goes. listening to the Big Overnight Show. Oh, it was show. so great the way he did. This is David Coverdale, and you're listening to the Big Overnight Show. Uh, and I was like, oh, my God, David Coverdale. Oh, I remember the first time I heard my name in production. Yeah. Like the thing, uh, it said, I'll forget it, it goes, and it, it was, uh, they, I, don't, I think it was Brian James, the announcer. And he said he's got the biggest head in the northern hemisphere, coward, on 93.3. You know, I was like, oh, my God. I listened to it a thousand times. The best was when you could get, like, one person to say, oh, you're listening to Geo on this radio station. And then you could splice up another a bunch of other yeah. celebrities. Yeah. So it'd be like, hey, this is David end. Draymond. Hey, this is Tom Cruise. And it'd be like, at the end, it'd be the one loser who uh, <laughs> happened to say your name yeah, for yeah, real. Yeah. And this you'd have a bunch of a whole line of, like, famous rock stars I had bu- and stuff. I had a bunch of those, too. Uh, Noah, good morning. Hey, good morning. How's it going? Pretty good. What's up, Noah? Hey, I just wanted to hear one more time, uh, Mike, you reenacted, like, calling into the radio station, and you were pretending you were Metal Lemon or whatever. Metal yeah. Lemon. Metal Lemon. I, it's his real name. I was Metal Lemon yeah. talking to Guy Sosby, yes. Okay, I was just wondering if you could, everyone kind of overlooked it, but that was the funniest thing I've heard in oh, forever. I was just wondering I, if you could do it again. I don't know how accurate it was. Because I don't remember. I know I was. I mean, I don't, I don't know if it really sounds like them, but I was like, um, "Hey, middle, it's me, Gee Salisbury. Oh, goddamn, Gee Salisbury, something like that." Yeah. By the way, Noah, I didn't overlook it. I pointed out. Said probably sounds exactly like that. Thank you. Gavin. How dare you, Noah? <laughs> uh, so Bon Jovi, we talked about him the other day. He's so bored that he's we wrote a song together, writing songs and doing stuff. Well, he came up with the music and came up with the chorus and had, like, the line, then here's your part. Oh, oh boy. God. Anyways, he actually sang some of the fan verses. Real, I mean, tell you, good idea for a guy who's got a huge fan base because it's, they're all occupied with this now. Yeah, so here's Bon Jovi doing this horrible song now with horrible yeah. listeners of his <laughs> doing the lyrics and stuff. Here's Bon Jovi. As we look through the window... And wonder what to do These jobs won't be available For a year or two It's time to get creative It's time to fight again Time to give some love To all our family and friends Jeffrey Barron sends this one from YouTube 
this life's become a movie that no one wants to see. Everybody's working hard to keep their head above the sea. Life is a nightmare and life is a dream. I'll hold on for you if you'll hold on for me. If you can't do what you All right. do. No, no, no. There's more. You have to listen to it. Because the only thing worse than John Bon Jovi doing country stuff is country stuff. Wait, wait, wait. There's one more. Oh, sorry, John. Bryce Glass, for all the truckers that are out there making sure that everything's getting where it needs to be right now. My heartfelt thanks to everybody that's driving those big rigs out here, there. Here, 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 here. Making life easier for the rest of us. But maybe don't Here's write Bryce Glass off of YouTube. So bad. And I like John, but that's just awful. Yeah. Uh, Honey, Lucky Charms are coming out soon. This song's going to be stuck in my head all day now. So Lucky Charms the other day, coming out with the ice cream. Now they're coming out with Honey Lucky Charms. I mean, what does that mean? It means Lucky Charms. They have a little bit of honey in them. Sweet. Yeah. Just give me the marshmallows. I can eat them off somebody's butt. Oh, my God. What? Uh, how right. much time do we have? Do we have enough time to keep going, or do we have to We take should a- take a break and come back. Okay, well, I'm going to do this story, and then I have another story that we'll take a break and come back, because we're going to have to kind of do a lot yep. with this next thing, whatever. Uh, not all celebrities have been on point with their responses to the coronavirus. I have some examples of celebrities doing or <laughs> doing <laughs> saying stupid things or tone-deaf things. Uh, of course, the big one we know, Gal Gadot. And her friends singing Imagine. Oh, that was sweet, though. Most wow. of them badly. No, she's literally saying there's no heaven when yeah. people are dying and all that stuff. Joe Rogan no, 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 ripped no. the hell out of that. Oh, by the way, so how good. dare you? By the way, yeah. that song is not saying there's no heaven. It's saying imagine there's no heaven. Imagine there's no religious constraints on us that makes us hate Muslims and Muslims hate Jews. And we all just imagine there was no heaven. And we were, we were all just one people. Okay, I, I get it. And it was written by John Lennon. It was about communism or something, whatever. But it's a seven-year-old girl whose grandma's in the hospital. Imagine there's no heaven. Mm-hmm. Ah! No, she's not reading all into it what, what Lennon meant by it. Well, she's an idiot. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow continues to sell her expensive clothing. They I say, have the vagina candle in the car. They say that's oh. what everybody needs right now is a $2,000 skirt or yeah. blouse. Oh. Uh, let's see. Uh, the, the, the fat guy close to her has 40% off everything. Because oh. they can't, because nobody can go in there and buy anything. Yeah. So if you're uh, if you're looking to buy fat guy clothes. Drive by fatties, they'll just whip it at you. Yeah. There you go. Just boxes. I don't know. It's stuff in there. Just take it. But, I mean, you'd think that she would cut her $2,000 dress down to, like, $1,800. Maybe. Uh, Pharrell asking everyday people for donations when he's worth $150 million. For him? Uh, no, for, you know, donate. To but that's unfair him. because you don't know what Pharrell's donating. You don't know what like he's what doing he on the side. Did. Yeah, he's asking other but people to help. You should say, I'm donating X amount. No, but can join I, me. I disagree with that because it's, yeah, join me, You're say. Right. Because yeah. I don't, because people have been like, how much are you donating to the bartenders? None of your business. I'm not asking you how much you're donating. I'm telling I'm giving you the opportunity to do it and help out. 
what you do is none of my business. They, they asked me on the news yesterday how how much are these people making. I said, I don't know. I'm not, it's none of my business. I'm not going to ask them. I'm trying to spread the word to help. If you choose to help, you do. If you don't, you don't. That's it. I think just a lot of people look and go, well, you, you're a right. multimillionaire. What are you asking me for? I'm, you know, try, waiting for my $1,200 from just the government. Everybody right? has to do it together. Yeah. Uh, Katy Perry and Madonna reposting fake Italy videos after the video of the Italian neighbors uh, all singing on their balconies went yeah. viral. A lot of people got fooled by manipulated versions of other songs overdubbed, and they're like, oh, look at this. They're <laughs> These all singing, are wonderful. staying alive. Uh, yeah. Nope, that's actually the Bee Gees, you idiot. Uh, Madonna calling the coronavirus wonderful because it, quote, made us all equal in many ways. Not Such true. Such a weird uh, Not true. Ask the people who are getting treated first, the yeah. rich people. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa Hudgens, of course, who said, quote, like, yeah, people are going to die, which is terrible, but inevitable. <laughs> Remember, we played her stupid thing on there. Whoops. Uh, Sia, I love Sia. She's an unbelievable singer, but she uh, uh, tweeted out the word virus with the V-I-R crossed out, so it just says us. us. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Us. Wow, that was good. No. Uh, Evangeline Lilly refusing to quarantine. That's wild to She me. finally apologized for it yesterday. Because yeah, I think, I think becoming, Marvel was like, hey, you're not, we're going right? to spray you with uh, insecticide wasps. Everybody was attacking her. Uh, Sheena Shea, you don't know who she is, but she's from Vanderpump Rules. Uh, she was refusing to self-isolate, instead inviting friends over to party. Oh. She, of course, now has apologized as well. Uh, Kristen Cavallari complaining that algorithms are, are messing with her Instagram views. Oh, no. Which uh, she uh, just did two days ago saying, quote, I've spent years building this family of followers on Instagram, but now the algorithm, algorithms with the coronavirus and all this is messing with her people. Because oh, social media yeah. is the most important thing right now. Yeah, Listen, definitely. For that's sure. her business. Yeah. Uh, and then finally in news, we will get back to this. Uh, Tiger King, <laughs> last fall... Long before the Netflix uh, big uh, thing that they had, the docuseries and stuff right? about Joe Exotic and Big Cat Rescue uh, CEO Carol Baskin, Kate McKinnon from Saturday Night Live signed on to star and executive produce a limited series based on the podcast about Joe Exotic. Oh, wow. So she's going to be playing Carol Baskin, but I have a picture of some of the main characters in there. Who we would cast. Okay, we'll cast them. Of the different people in there, yeah. All right, all right. And if you want to follow along or do it on Twitter, you could do that. We'll do that when we come back from break, which we must take right now. Uh, we'll do the casting. We'll talk to Burke Kreischer, and we'll talk to Rob Moore. He is the guy who had the original um, uh, podcast mm-hmm. about the Tiger King, about Joe Exotic, about Carol. About Over my things. dead body, Joe Exotic. Yeah, we he did this way before the uh, show came out. Galvin had listened to it before. Tiger King came out. Right, yeah. So, And there's a lot of information in there that's not in the docuseries on Netflix. Yeah, and, and a lot of things that he could point out that were big mistakes and things that they This guy spent four years. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.